You've got to be able to set up good workflow and systems that work regularly and consistently and produce a quality product every single time you do it. That's going to be the lifeblood of your business. Live your faith, build your business, and change your world. This is Live, Build, Change. Hey, there you are. Welcome back to the Live, Build, Change podcast. I'm glad that you're taking the time to learn more about living your faith in an authentic way, building a business, and integrating those two to change the world. You know, as we talk about this idea of building a business, there are a lot of terms that are thrown around. I mean, my last episode, episode 36 of Live, Build, Change, which you can find at livebuildchange.com slash 36, was all about what does it mean to be an entrepreneur, or rather, what does it take to be an entrepreneur? And that's one of those terms, entrepreneur, that we throw around a lot, and it's not always real clear what it means. Well, there's another term that I want to make a little more clear today, and that is the term freelancer. You hear that term quite often. What does it mean to be a freelancer? Now, we probably all have our ideas of what that means, but what I want to do today is compare and contrast what I consider to be an entrepreneur with a freelancer so that you can see the differences. Sometimes it's helpful to see the differences and there are probably pros and cons to each approach. And a lot of it, in my experience, depends on who you are, what you're gifted to do, the kind of thing that fits your personality. You know, there's no right and wrong in which business you do, but it really needs to fit you. So that's really the point. So what is a freelancer and what is an entrepreneur? That's what we'll be talking about on this episode. Since my last episode was about what it takes to be an entrepreneur, I'm going to kind of stick with that theme for just a minute and outline fairly briefly what I believe it means to be an entrepreneur in terms of your business structure. What sort of a business are you running? What does it look like when you are running a business as an entrepreneur? And keep in mind, this is just my perspective. Not everyone's going to agree with this. But I think positing two things opposite each other in terms of what they look like helps us to understand each one better. So an entrepreneur, in my mind, provides a specialized service or product of some kind. So those are the two key words, a service. So you're doing something for someone or a product, and it usually happens on a regular basis. Okay. It doesn't always have to be a regular basis, but regular is a key part of having a business of this sort. So you're going to have regular clients or customers, people who come to you again and again and again for whatever service or whatever product it is that you provide. You're going to have regular rates. Okay, so what you charge is going to be regular. You may have service agreements or contracts with those clients or with those customers, but they're going to be regular, meaning they're set up consistently to be the same kind of a contract every time. And you're likely going to have some regular workflows and systems that you use 
to both provide your service or product to your client, to regulate how you do the work within your team or within your business. You see, the key word, I think, when you're thinking about a business like this is regular, okay? It's the same people for the most part. I mean, you can always take on new clients or new customers. That's great. You always want that. That's how you grow a business. But your point is to have repeat business from people. You're going to have regular pricing. You're going to have regular workflow and systems. You want to systematize this thing so that it runs smoothly and you're able to service your clients or your customers very, very effectively in that way. Now, what are some examples of this kind of a business? Well, Podcast Fast Track, which is my podcast production and show notes business, is this kind of a business. We have everything systematized. We have regular clients who work with us month after month after month. In fact, we set everything up in monthly subscriptions. We have regular agreements that we created with them. We have regular rate. I mean, none of those things change very often because we're doing regular work. There could also be a company that's a product-based company that I would characterize as this sort of a thing where it's an entrepreneurial venture, but it's usually products that are replenishable, if that makes sense. Products you run out of at some point and have to get more of. So it could be a person who sells soap. And when you run out of soap, you need more. You go back to the same person all the time. I mean, thinking of a home-based kind of a business, but it could also be like some kind of an edible product, some kind of a personal care product, you know, makeup, those kinds of things, things that run out and people become used to using the same kind all the time. And they come back to you to get it. That's the same kind of a business where it's regular customers, regular price, regular workflow. And it doesn't mean you can't increase your price, but just generally speaking, your prices don't fluctuate much. Another example would be the electric company. I mean, the rates do change some, but you are serviced by the same electric company every month. They send the power to your house. You pay the bill. I mean, it happens like clockwork. That is a great example of this kind of a business. I think also of doctors and chiropractors and dentists as this kind of thing. Now, some of those you don't need as often as others, but for example, our chiropractor from Rise Optimal Health Center here in our little town, I'll put a link in the show notes. Uh, her name is Miche. Miche is just a wonderful chiropractor. We've benefited tons from her. And we are set up on a plan where we go in regularly to be treated for adjustments and those kinds of things. So a chiropractor could be a thing like that. And these are all examples of what I would call entrepreneurs who have a business, an established business. Now we're going to take a little time here in the next section to contrast that to a freelancer. What does it mean when you hear someone say that they're a freelancer? When you hear the term freelancer, to me it's become helpful to think of it as someone who has a specialized skill or area of expertise. So it's more about a skill or something that requires specified, specific knowledge that you don't necessarily have as the consumer. A freelancer usually is an individual. They don't usually have a team. They don't usually have a, a fancy business structure. It's just one person, maybe two people, but not very often, who are functioning as a freelancer. And it means they are usually involved in short-term engagements with their clients. It's usually clients, you don't refer to them as customers, usually they're clients. It's a short-term thing. So say you have a project that you need help with that requires a specialized skill. You would find a person on 
Elance or whatever it's called nowadays, you know, Fiverr or whatever, who has that skill and can provide that service for you. And they would bring their expertise in that area to bear on your project and help you accomplish the things you need to do. There would be a short-term engagement or contract period. So you specify that upfront. It's going to take this long. This is the exact work you're going to do. This is how much you're going to get paid for it. And that's it. It also usually happens that a freelancer is working on a specific or even a custom project. It can be customized from project to project. So from the freelancer's perspective, they're not dealing with the same people all the time. They're dealing with different people. That doesn't mean the same people can't come back to them for a different project. But you see, it's not going to be regular work. That's the same kind of work over and over. It will be different and varied in various ways, depending on what the actual project is. That's a good way to think of it is freelancers work on a project basis. Okay. Freelancers often will work on a contract period as well. They'll have maybe a six month engagement to get a certain larger project done. And then that relationship is over and they move on. Now, as you can see, a freelancer is very different than an entrepreneur who's running a business that is a regular, consistent thing. Some examples of a freelancer will be like a graphic artist or a web designer or an app designer. Those people typically are hired for specific projects that last a certain amount of time and come out with a certain outcome. And once that outcome is achieved, it's over. A photographer, a wedding photographer is a great example. Wedding photography is a very needed, very specialized thing. I mean, you have to have a great eye for it. By the way, if you need a wedding photographer, uh, we've got this friend, Michelle, who does great photography. I'll put her link in the show notes for episode 36, which you can find on your app or on the website. But here's another one that I think is a, actually a freelancer that you don't hear referred to as a freelancer very often, but it's coaching, life coaching or business coaching. Now, some people will set up a relationship with a life coach or a business coach that is ongoing. They have the same sort of interaction with that person month after month after month or week after week. Sometimes that's the case. But coaching often is only for a certain period of time. It'll be for like three months or six months or whatever. And then the client will move on. But coaching sometimes is like a freelancer thing. So some of this depends on how you set it up. Some of this depends on the kind of relationship you're able to build with your clients. But freelancers are very different in that they're usually a, a one-man show, short-term engagements, specialized skills, working on specific projects until completion. That's really what a freelancer is all about. And you, here's the beauty of it. You get to choose based on who you are, what skills you have, what you bring to the table, and also what you prefer to do. Which of those models fit you? And again, those are not the only two models. There's all kinds of other ways to do business out there. But these two, especially to me, contrast each other well so that you can see two very clear ways that you could be doing this kind of thing. So as you can tell, there are pros and cons to both of these. One of the cons I think of for a freelancer right away is you're always having to find new clients. You know, if you don't have a regular need for your service. Yeah, your client may come back to you in six months with a different project the one from the one you just completed for them. But six months is six months. You've got to have some other income in that in the interim. And so you've always got to be finding new clients. You've always got to be marketing your service in a way that effectively gets you new clients. Maybe that's word of mouth and that's wonderful if you're doing a good enough job that you're just being referred so much. That's wonderful. But a freelancer typically really has to hustle to continue to get work. 
That's one of the drawbacks of being a freelancer in my mind. Now, it doesn't mean it's a bad thing. It doesn't mean it's the wrong way to go. It just means you have to know that going in so that you're willing to put in that kind of work. Now, what are some drawbacks of the other kind, the the business sort of a thing where an entrepreneur sets up a business that runs regularly with the same customers all the time? Well, number one, you've got to be able to set up good workflow and systems. That's going to be the lifeblood of your business that work regularly and consistently and produce a quality product every single time you do it. You've got to be able to establish those kinds of things. You also have to be the kind of person who doesn't really mind the same thing over and over and over because those processes are exactly that. They're kind of like the solar system. You know, they operate in the same way all the time and produce the same results all the time. So if you're a person who wants a variety in your day or something different every day, this kind of business may not be for you. A freelancer may be more along the line of what you're looking for. But I hope this episode is helpful. I realized when I planned to talk about this. It wasn't going to be an incredibly long episode, but I think it's helpful as you're deciding what route you want to go in making extra income to be able to change your world through that income for you to hear the difference between these two. Depending on your gifts, depending on your skill set, one of these is likely to fit you better than the other. So what is a freelancer? What is an entrepreneur or a business owner? They're very different things, as you can see. And I think it's important that you prayerfully consider which one fits you better, which one is God calling you to, or is it something entirely different? And there are other models besides this. I've talked about some of those on previous episodes. In fact, on episode number seven, which you can find at livebuildchange.com slash seven, or in the show notes for this episode, I talked about the different revenue models, which covers many of these different types of businesses. So if you want to go back and listen to some of the other options as well, Thank you so much for taking the time to spend thinking about these issues that have to do with being a business owner, an entrepreneur, a freelancer, so that you can live your faith and build your business and change your world. It means the world to me that you trust me enough to listen and to learn along with me. Thanks so much for listening to Live, Build, Change. I so appreciate it. And if you are finding value in these episodes, there is one very important way you could help me out. And that is by passing these episodes along to one person or two people that you know would benefit from what you're hearing here on the episodes. You can do that by swiping right or left on the app that you're using to listen to this episode. Or if you're on iTunes or on the website, there are sharing buttons there where you can share this episode directly with someone via email or text. And please include a personal note because it makes so much more difference when someone hears from someone they know and hears the recommendation of why the episode would be beneficial. You can make a difference in the lives of others by helping them find out more about Live, Build, Change. Thanks so much.